Tired of ads interrupting your gripping investigations? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Ads shouldn't be the scariest thing about true crime. Start listening by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash true crime ad free. That's amazon.com slash true crime ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome to Crime Land. My name is Julie J, and this week, I don't know how I managed to bag him. I'm talking to Fred Cook about Julia Devana, aka the 18th century serial husband killer. Just kind of poignant, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I said when I encountered this story, I said there's only one man for the job, and that's my own husband. Yeah. How are you finding married life, Fred? So far, do you know what? I'm really enjoying it. And I was asked the same question uh, two weeks ago. And as a joke, I said, I hate it. But the lady didn't know she, I was joking. She was like, seriously? Are you? Like, I think you also said you hated it on the two Johnnies. I did, did yeah. You? No, they said, what's it like going on the road with your wife? And I went, I hate it. But we all laughed. We all laughed. Because it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're saying this a lot, though. But we are getting on well. Yeah, we're getting on great. And do you know what? We just passed the ultimate marriage test. Because we're just after putting together... Garden furniture. Unbelievable. And we didn't yeah. kill each other. No, and do you know, I needed your help. And me, you know, I was like, oh, this is a man's job. But without you, I would have been five hours soon. So thank you, Pet. You didn't say it was a man's job. No, but part of me was feeling this, you know, of, of this, you know, I don't know what it is. I felt, oh, I can do this myself. You know, I have to be the man in the house. But I needed your help. I know, but sure, no. that was, listen, but sure, I, but I would have needed your help because I wouldn't have been able to do it without you. Yeah, we did it together. Um, and to be fair, like I did do woodwork for junior search, so I do have that advantage. Yeah. And you also did English in Trinity, so you had great communication skills with me. Like. <laughs> God, my communication skills are pretty dire. I think you're a much better communicator than me. Oh, no, 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 not at all. Uh and also, you knew what an Allen key that's was. Really, that's a really bad form of communication. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I I, I, you also knew what an Allen key was, which yeah. I had forgotten that one. Anyway, let's just dive straight in. So, Julie Tafana, the 18th century serial husband killer. This is such a good one. If you do enjoy, the, if you do enjoy this episode of Crime Land, I would really appreciate if you could rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. And also, if you could subscribe 
subscribe, as Katie Price would say, to uh, Crimeland. That would be absolutely amazing as well. So the sources I used for this one, I used Mike-History, who has a website website called mike-history.com. I also used a brilliant article um, on All That's Interesting, written by Kanina Fraga and checked by Leah Silverman. And that is the shocking history of Aquitafan of the 17th century blemish serum that killed hundreds of unwanted husbands. Now, in the early autumn of 1791 while he was still working on the great requiem mass that would form such a large part of his legacy Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart fell seriously ill convinced that this was the end he began to speak of death and insisted that he was composing the requiem for himself I will definitely he said that I will not I will not last much longer I am sure that I have been poisoned I cannot rid myself of this idea someone has given me aqua tefana and calculated at the precise time of my death. Scholars are still debating what caused Mozart's demise. Do you know, like, some of the ideas that are kind of proffered yeah, in terms of yeah. why, what, how say, he died? I heard, because I, I studied a bit Mozart in college. So 1791, wasn't it, when he died? So it's around then. And I heard he died of syphilis. Syphilis yeah. is one, yeah. Syphilis but I'd is say one. he was so, maybe he did die. Of, he was so embarrassed. Dying of syphilis, and then, oh yeah, it's definitely this aquastophanus. <laughs> he laughed. he pretended that he was poisoned because he was so embarrassed that he had syphilis. Well, it's not one you wouldn't be shouting it from the rooftops. Not that no. there's any shame in syphilis. No, no have you ever had it yourself? Not that I know of. I could. I think do we all have it? Do we all? Do we all have some? We all have some sexually transmitted disease. We I all have. I told you that that we all have it. But we do just to get myself off the hook. <laughs> Look, it's an open marriage. What yeah. can I say? No, I think maybe we do all of. Do we all have? I think there is. I think there's something in the last hundred years, and it's, uh, we've all we all have it now because you know because there's no vaccine because for it. Because we're all that. riding. <laughs> uh, also, another rumor was that maybe he died of rheumatic fever, or perhaps the result of undercooked chicken. Pork. Do you remember pork. the other night then when you were cooking the pork and I said, make sure and don't undercook it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because when I was breastfeeding, do you remember the time you gave me chicken and you came in and you just said, it's <laughs> slightly under, but it's still fine? I didn't know. I thought you liked your chicken medium oh, rare. Stop. Oh, my God. Nah. Even thinking about it, it's Gordon Ramsay's. That's my ex, Stefani. What do you call this stuff again? <laughs> Stefani. I used to love her back in the noughties. Yeah. Um, so regardless of what did actually kill him, Mozart was certainly convinced that there existed a rare poison that was colourless, tasteless and beyond detection and he was not alone in the belief that such an elusive substance existed. Forgotten though it is today, the mysterious liquid that he feared so much was one of the great urban myths of early modern Europe. Aqua Tefana was blamed for hundreds of deaths but debate still kind of uh, it's still debated whether or not it even actually existed. So it's just super interesting. This was one of maybe we could say the first urban myths. Yeah. For women living in 17th century Italy, marriage could be a prison. Can you believe that, Fred? Yeah, I find it very hard to believe. They had few avenues available aside from finding a husband, and once they had one, it was impossible to leave. But a woman named Juliet the Vanna had a solution to this perennial problem. Born in Palermo, Italy around 1620 Tefana was well acquainted with the macabre from a young age when she was just 13 a woman named Tefana de Mando likely her mother was executed for killing what some sources have claimed was her own husband with poison so in other words like you know what they say if your dad's a butcher 
you're going to be a butcher. Yeah. If, you know, I don't know, if your dad's a teacher, you're probably going to be a teacher. Yeah. And so it was with Julia that her mom was obviously into killing husbands and Julia kind of picked it up. Ducus, yeah, as they say. Yeah, osmosis. Osmosis, better again. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. In the aftermath, Tofana carried on her mother's legacy using her own recipe, because it's always good to keep the family businesses going, isn't it? Yeah. She began selling aqua Tofana an odorless poison that she disguised as an ointment. Though the exact concoction isn't quite known, it's most likely kind of made with arsenic, lead and belladonna. Belladonna, which sounds quite tasty. Yeah, sounds like a suntan. So it turned out that a lot of women wanted to kill their husbands. Tefana started the business in Rome and business was absolutely booming from the get-go. So much so that she actually had to hire a team of people to supply this mystery concoction to the many ladies looking for a quick marital exit. Let's just call it harp. (laughs) (laughs) Soon, men began dying by the dozens. By the dozens, Fred. That's a lot of men dying. You'd notice that in Ireland now, like if there was a pattern, wouldn't you? You would. So as a result of women desperate leave their unhappy marriages or collect the inheritance money and start again. For women who wanted to kill their husbands, Aquatofana was the perfect murder because, as I said, it came in like an ointment. They disguised it as an ointment, so they kept it in a simple bottle which they could hide among their toiletries. Because sure, you to know what half my toiletries are. Well, I'm going to start checking now. (laughs) (laughs) And it was odorless and tasteless, which meant they could slip it into their husband's food and drink without him noticing. What's more, the effects of Aquatofana mirrored an actual illness. So the first dose caused symptoms similar to cold the second dose kind of made you feel a bit kind of nauseous you started vomiting you had the outwritten the runs and then the third or fourth dose was deadly Uh, deadly which is a combination of deadly and fatal just you know that's an actual medical term deadly look it up that come up in Wordle. It's five letters and everything, isn't it? Oh, D-A-T-E-L. you got me into the Wordle. Did you get today's? Well, I was kind of askew to the whole thing. Oh, oh, yeah. oh shit, Baba. Sorry, I didn't know you'd done it. Sorry. Um. Okay, so <laughs> she now, now, you, now you are going to die. Okay. <laughs> For almost two decades, Julie Tafana sold her murderous potion, which huge, huge success, until one of her customers brought about an abrupt end to her antics. So basically, one of Tefana's clients decided to use Aqua Tefana to kill her husband. She put a few drops in his soup because they were mad for soup back then and brought it to the table. But when he brought the bowl to his lips, she decided, you know what? 
You do drink your soup like a Fianna Fáil County Councillor, but that doesn't mean you have to die. She jumped in and started to beg him not to drink the soup. And after a heated interrogation from the husband, the wife eventually admitted that she'd poisoned him. it. And she told her husband where she'd bought it. Now, that's one version. Another version, however, suggests that, which I love this, this idea. I think it's super interesting. That women had started confessing murder to their... Husbands. Priests. Priests, okay. At yeah. the same time... Honestly, because the husbands are dead. <laughs> <laughs> I did it, sorry. <laughs> At the same time, people had started to notice that there were a lot of husbands dropping like flies for no discernible reason. Tafana was... the priest like... I've noticed your husband hasn't been around confession these days. <laughs> it's been four years since his last confession. Tafana was then most likely arrested, tortured and put on trial after she admitted that her poison had killed around 600 men. She and her staff were all put to death, as were a number of her lower class clients. Some of her wealthier clients were pardoned at the request of the Pope. So, money, so talks. Yeah, money talks, money yeah, talks. Yeah. However, and this is what I love about this story, there is another theory, Fred. So that's the theory that most people have gone with down through the years. But then another historian, a man by the name of Mike Dash of the University of Cambridge, so he knows what he's yeah. talking about. He has another theory which I absolutely love, which is that Julia Tafana might not have met such a gruesome fate after all. Though a poison tra- ring trial in Rome did happen, that is documented in 1658, it's possible that Julia Tafana missed it entirely. Mike Dash has suggested that Tafana died probably peacefully and possibly in 1651. What he believes is that her associates, so her staff, stood trial without her. Yeah. So in other words, that she could have gotten away with 600 murders. So she let everyone else die around her. Well, that's what he thinks. And honestly, haven't, been, haven't had a peruse of MikeDashHistory.com. Yeah. I trust him. Regardless, Aqua Tafana acquired a legendary status, like yourself, <laughs> in the years that followed. As Dash writes, the poison became a sort of catch-all phrase to, quote, describe a supposed class of subtle, precise, slow-acting poisons that were believed to be undetectable and invariably fatal. Indeed, the legend of Aquitafana and the murderous, murderous rise of Rome obviously changed with time. The basic facts of the story, i.e. hundreds of husbands dead, poison sold by a woman, spread through 17th century Europe like wildflower. Wildfire, even yeah. or wildflower, that would have been the name of it. Yeah, like yeah. lotus, like a lotus flower. <laughs> Ultimately, we will never truly know how much truth lies behind Aquitafana and the women who lent woman, I should say, who lent her name to the mysterious concoction. But regardless, the story of this obscure, elusive substance continues to fascinate. And that is the story of Julia Tafana, the 18th century serial husband killer. And now we have a toast. Actually, I'm not going to drink that at all now, really. <laughs> Fred, I love you, darling. Thanks so much for getting pleasure. out. It was a short one today. Yeah. Normally when these podcasts are finished, you, you kind of leave. The room. <laughs> you see you next week, whatever you're doing. But Not that I'm stuck. I'm here in the thank you for making the end of my podcast very weird it was a nice little short one today but thank you for getting involved and taking time out of your busy garden furniture <laughs> assembly schedule you've been listening to Crimeland I've been Julie J and I've been Fred Cook if you did enjoy this episode please you're Julie J Cook no sorry <laughs> we're not talking about the 17th century anymore 
Uh, if you did enjoy this episode, it was only a little shorty today, you can rate and review us over on iTunes. And I would love if you could sub subscribe as well. Obviously, if you didn't enjoy this episode, please just stay off the internet. Fred, thanks so much for joining me. Pleasure, Baba. Mwah! 